Yo, yo, we're back again. The pals in the pals current studio out here. I'm George Boutsalis. And I'm your pal, Rick. But we're not going to be in the studio for much oh, longer. Oh, no, we ain't. No, no. Listen to the episode because we got a little timbit for you guys. But this episode, we had the lovely Lisa Damla in the studio. If you don't know Lisa, she's a personal trainer, fitness advocate in the city of Toronto. Uh, she eats, sleeps, breathes fitness. And if you follow her on Instagram, you can definitely learn a thing or two. So take a listen to the episode. Check it out. Hit the subscribe button. And Georgie. Tell them who our sponsors are. Ooh, our sponsors are the lovely people over at High Rise Marketing. Guys, do I got to tell you again? This pandemic has obviously impacted a lot of businesses. Obviously not a great scenario, but digitizing your business is super important. Now more than ever. Our sponsors and our friend Anthony Milo over at High Rise Market specialize in helping you bring your business to life digitally and ensuring you can operate successfully no matter the challenges the world has thrown at us. Reach out to them. They can help you. They can, they can digitize your business and make sure that you can keep operating during this time. You can reach them at www.highrisemkt.com or at highrisemkt on social. My pal, I think it's that time. LFG. Let's go. <laughs> That was that was a new version we did. Usually we hit record and then like yeah. I'll be like, oh we're did good. Did you get that one? That's been recording all the time. Okay. <laughs> well, I, well, a little yeah. preamble. Lisa, welcome to the Palace Podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course, of so course. Excited. It's so funny. When I messaged Lisa to come on, she was just with Penny Alexiak. Really? Yeah, she's one of my clients. I train her, Loki. That's awesome. <laughs> we, I, I love Penny. Well, I guess high key yeah. now. Everyone yeah, knows. now everybody knows. Just, everyone's like, how can we post your clients? I'm like, I just I just want to respect everyone's privacy, you know? That's really cool. Yeah, well, some girls yeah. probably want to be posted when they're working out. Some people, you know, want the extra attention and shout out to them. Yeah. And some people don't. Some people want to get in there, do their work, put in the, the grind and take off. It's true. I don't, I don't know. Like, I always ask if I'm going to post anybody. Um, and it's like, obviously I'm going to get their good angles and stuff. Yeah, I'm nervous yeah. about it, especially girls. Like I train a lot of girls our age, so got to be yeah. careful about that. Yeah. Do you, do you think, I mean, if you train some people like Penny and maybe there's some other ones you train that I'm not going to ask specifics, but do you find that, but like, it's good that you respect the privacy, you build that trust with the client, but do you mm. think that it would, it would help grow your client base if you shared it or is it like you're not really concerned with that what's your approach to it um i feel like there's always like i'm so busy and there's always clients trying to get on my schedule yeah. um so i'm not really too worried about that like if they if they want to promote it that's cool but i just i just feel like i don't really need to make the extra effort to get more clients kind of thing very cool that's a good problem <laughs> so i'd rather right? respect that yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good yeah. problem 100%. the yeah. fact that you're busy is good yeah, yeah there's only so many hours in a day where you can really book clients or you yeah. have the morning and we were we talk about this all the time there you have the morning slot i guess that lunch slot and then the after work mm -hmm. slot so 2 p.m. on a Tuesday, you're probably not booked. Yeah. But every Monday, mm -hmm. 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., you're just slammed. Yeah, like it's definitely like in the mornings and like later on around dinner time and stuff. But I also teach classes at Sweat and Tonic. Yes, so a lot right. of my time goes to there. Um, so those are our classes and then the commute in between. 
And then I also train, like I said, a lot of girls are age and stuff. Um, and because of COVID, there's a lot of people more at home and with non-traditional nine to five jobs. So they can yeah. come in like the, in the middle of the day, like whenever. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are more flexible now. Do you do any like online stuff if you move to online or you prefer to do in person? Like what's, how yeah. has this impacted your Honestly, business? like I never thought I'd move to online and people were like, you should be on YouTube and all that. And I just like don't get YouTube. And I feel like I would need like an editor and it'd be like this huge project for me to do that. That's why I got this guy here. <laughs> like it's so technical. <laughs> it um, is a little bit. Like it, sorry, not a good job. It's not yeah. hard, but it, it does take like, it takes time, especially like this. This is easy. This just like we just cut it, yeah. paste it, upload it. Yeah. But to do it like in a full format and edit stuff, you yeah. probably have to, yeah. Well, there's like in. a lot going on right now. But when the the first lockdown happened, um, I was like really really upset because I was gonna miss all my clients. Like I really love being personal, like with my clients. Um, so I'm at home and I live with my parents still, and I have this like grungy basement kind of setup. And I was like, oh damn, like I don't want to go virtual in this kind of space. Mm-hmm. Um, like everyone's at home, everyone can hear you jumping around, playing the music and stuff like that. Um, but I was like, I just felt forced to like really adapt to it really quickly. And it's pretty much like you, you're pretty much hopping on the train or you're in the dust, right? So, um, yeah, I went virtual and it was, there's a lot, like there was a, it was a huge learning process. Um, there was a lot to get used to, but once you get the hang of it, it's so easy and it's so convenient. So right now, well, before yesterday, I guess, cause before now it's lockdown number two, um, I was doing like in-person classes in-person training and then virtuals in between like i would just bring my laptop with me anywhere i was like i could whip out my laptop and start training someone oh wow um but honestly when i heard the news yesterday when everything that everything is going to shut down i actually felt so sad and like so sad for studio owners but also so sad for like restaurants or big and small businesses um literally i'm just so heartbroken like my like i my heart goes out to those people i I I know so many people who even if it's like even big establishments, like no one can survive in this time. But right away I shifted. I was like, like you need, you need a second for it to sink in. It's so important to feel those emotions. But, um, right away I'm like, I need to adapt to this. So I just threw out the fact that I'm going to start doing boot camps virtually as well. Like my own, in addition to the sweat and tonic ones, um, because people are going to miss like my kind of training style and my sessions. So I was like, I just need to keep moving forward with this and, yeah. Well, it's and good. Sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to ask, what do you when you say your training style? What what would you say differentiates your training style? And what do your clients like about the way you do things? Yeah. So I'm very core focused, and I feel like not a lot of trainers are. Okay. It's just, ah. <laughs> it's just right, you gotta way. work on those. You might oh, need yeah. some classes, buddy. That's it. Eh? I'm talking to one of those boot camps. <laughs> I gotta work on um, that. <laughs> you look good. I mean, 15 minute abs after this. P90X. <laughs> it's just like I think a lot of trainers don't focus on abs and it's just the way I started training myself. Like, I don't know. I just th- think it's like the most for a girl. Maybe it's like the most like self-conscious part you can find about you. Um, it actually started at Western for me when I was, um, I joined Kaiza, which is like, a Heck yeah, that's yeah. how we know each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, a fashion show. And for some reason, but they, it's oh, sorry. It's more than just a fashion show. It's like yeah. a fashion show lifestyle so it's the what's it even called the canadian, canadian asian, asian international, international student, student association yeah. and it's the biggest um student run club in north america yeah it's massive so it's actually massive they get a lot of sponsorships and like a lot of people come out yeah so i was nervous about it um i just did it on a whim my friend told me to join 
And I guess like freshman 15 happened to me when I went to university. Happens to us all. Not gonna lie. (laughs) I had the best metabolism before that, but I think all the drinking and lack of sleeping and everything like ruined (laughs) me. Late nights, early mornings. Yeah, so um, I joined uh, Kaiza and for some reason they put me in the lingerie scene. And I didn't ask, because you kind of like, you put in your preference for what scene you want to be in. I was like, toss me in the lingerie one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't me want and to Sweeney. be. I honestly was like, I was like, oh no, like I have to be in lingerie in front of everyone. And like only people who were like the veterans of Kaiser were in the lingerie scene because and all the, the older guys one. and everyone was so ripped, so good looking. So that's when I really started to train myself and obviously core because I had to be like, exposed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I focus on core a lot. I really focus on um, form and like breathing technique and stuff. So Um, I always say like for girls, I guess a lot of girls who want to look like me and want my body type mostly come to me, but I also train like older people and also like men too. Obviously I don't post much about that. Um, but so it's, I just say kind of like bikini bod or beach bod year round and that's the goal. So it's more of like a lifestyle cause how do you maintain that? That's pretty extreme to like look ready to be in like a bikini all the time or something. Right. So I, I preach more of a lifestyle in order to look like that and just making minor tweaks if you have to go to like Miami next week or something yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask you, um, so I've, I've known you since Western. I'm yeah. pretty sure you were pre-med at Western. Yeah. You were so, going to be a dentist. Mm, yeah. So how do you go from dentist to personal trainer? <laughs> Take um, us through that, that I guess the decision or the, the train of thought or. Yeah. So I grew up with a very like traditional household. Like my parents are super strict on me. We're half Armenian, half Austrian, but they're from Turkey and my dad yeah a lot of people don't know that about me i guess um but my dad has always had this like huge expectation for me um he's a doctor and like my oldest brother is a doctor as well so i always just thought my cut like my path was like really clear cut like i was going to U of T, I was going to be a, a doctor but somehow i slipped through the cracks we're four kids i'm the third and i convinced them i should be going away from university because i'd get better grades western <laughs> heck yeah um anyways so at Western, I just realized, like, yeah, I guess during my first year, I was like, oh, shoot, like, I'm not going to make it to med school because I already kind of slipped. And I've always been such a good student. Like, I went to every class, like, every lab. Like, I, everyone wanted my notes. I was so organized. I was such a good student. I love school. But, like, I don't know. I just found it really stressful, and I didn't do so well. And I was like, uh, maybe, like, med school is not for me. And then I saw what my brother was going through, and it made me just, like, want to question it more. But I just felt this pressure to finish um, the sciences. My parents were like, I send you there. We paid for everything um, for you to become a doctor. You need to finish your four years and become a doctor. So after the four years, I was still like, oh, I don't want to be a doctor anymore. I just think it's not for me. Um, But I need to use my degree in some way. So I decided dentistry. Um, But at the time, um, the, the MCAT got harder. So a lot of people wanted to do dentistry. You have to take the DAT, which is like the equivalent to the MCAT. And I took it and I was just trying so hard to get into dentistry, but it became harder and harder. And like I was retaking courses. I was like volunteering left, right and center. I was doing research at St. Michael's Hospital. I was doing like so many things. And I was at the top of like my efforts and applying like applying over and over again. And I just feel like it wasn't going any further. I couldn't do anything else. Like I really tried. So at that point, like I was also, you know, for mental and physical health, I was like just obsessed with the gym. I was going... Um, I was always like, no matter what I was doing, where I was in Toronto, like I was doing research at St. Mike's, I lived in North York and I'd like take the subway to go to York an hour just to like do all these things. It was hard to juggle finding time to go to the gym. 
So I found a gym near my work, which was which was Body by Chosen at the time. I was doing boot camps there. Big shout out. Yeah. They're ma- they're actually massive. They have another location, uh, King West West. They're in Mississauga as well. Yeah. I, I just walked um, by one on the way to your place, actually. Like King and... On the way to my past year? Yeah. On King. So if I go all the way down King, like right when you pass Jameson, that, uh, that little street past... Is Mississauga? So, no, it's like in... I guess you would call it... It's, it's Parkdale. Parkdale, yeah. Oh, Parkdale. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I, saw the signs. I don't. I honestly don't talk to them anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> whoops. Uh, oh. <laughs> guys. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, I was there, and like, I've always just had this burning passion for fitness, health, nutrition. Like, it started again. When, like I said, when I was at university, Kinda, yeah. and I was trying to like, just the more you work out, the more you want to eat healthy. The more you eat healthy, the more you want to work out. It's a self-eating cycle, and you see the changes. People notice the changes. People are always coming up to me at the gym being like, can you train me? Like, how do you look like that? All that stuff. And, you know, it's just like, it's just so positive. And like, it's always been a part of my life. And like, I was just doing so much research. And because I studied sciences, everything made more sense. Like how uh, food is broken down, how energy works. How the body I see, works. like, literally, I see, like, molecules in my head when I eat, like, a grapefruit or something. I know it's a fat burning. I know it increases your metabolism. I know how. I know why. So I just feel like all the sciences have really helped me um, with, like, it's really integrated in what I'm doing, actually. Like, I'm glad I have this, like, background um, that's so, like, biomolecular, you know? Like, I studied really intense, like, cell bio and genetics and, like, chemistry and, and all that. So it's, like, I really understand the human body and, all, like, how it works. Um, instead of just becoming a trainer, you know, and taking that weekend course with CanFit Pro, like I did this in addition that, so to really that, help me understand, yeah, right? That's that basic course that everyone says, oh, I've, yeah. um, they put it in their bio, certified yeah. fitness trainer. And it's just like when everyone's giving out, like all of those bloggers or influencers that are putting out all this health advice that it's like, that's just something you can Google, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I just feel like it gives me more of an edge. But anyways, um, so I was working at Body by Chosen and as a joke, I was, they were like, um, we're looking for female trainers and I send back an emoji being like, oh, like I want to be in it. And they're like, send us, um, send us your resume. And I actually never did, but I'd go in for boot camps. And one day they're like, hey, like, how come you never send us your resume? And I was like, well, I'm not a personal trainer. Like I'm, be- I'm trying to become a dentist, you know? And they're like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So I started working there before I was a trainer. Um, kind of lied about being that. <laughs> <Yeah, I don't laughs> I lied about being a, a certified trainer for a second. Um, fake it till you make it. it. I was working it on it. Fake it till you make it. Um, and then like, I'm friends with a lot of people in the music industry. I'm friends with a lot of like artists, music, uh, DJs, stuff like that. Like, you know, I had my promoting background days as well. Um, so I'm friends with a lot of people who are not on this traditional route and are doing stuff that are against their parents, like want for them or expect them to do, right? So at this time I was like, oh, like, I don't know. I just had a passion to be like, I really love training. And I was like, I was just working my ass off to like, to get to the gym every day. And you know, it was just building connections with clients and I loved it so much. And I just, I call it my quarter life crisis. Um, when I turned 25, I was like, um, I don't want to do dentistry anymore. I just felt so depressed, like really like, really, really depressed, like with the application, just being denied all the time. But on the mean, and on the other hand, I was going to the gym and I just loved it and I was preaching it. Like, you know what I mean? So I told, I got my certification. I told my parents, I'm like, this is what I'm going to do from now on. Like, I just don't see myself being a dentist anymore. Like, I feel like I can make so much money doing this. Um, and they shut me out. They hated it <laughs> to this day. They hate it. Um, but I tell, and like my friends were very supportive at the time. They were like, you know what? Like your parents will never be um, okay with what you're doing until they see that you're happy and successful. So I told my dad, I sat him down one day, like, cause I always get these talks and I was like, listen, like, you're just never going to be 
okay with this until you see that I'm happy and successful. I was like reiterating back to them. And I was like, listen, I'm very happy right now. I consider myself successful. I know it's going to happen, but one day, like I'm going to prove you wrong. So I just had this like drive, you know? Um, and yeah, so I started becoming a, a trainer and like, Sorry, I was in my I, group. before we go there, I want to the yeah. conversation with your parents. Okay. Were you nervous? Cause again, that's a big thing that people battle these days. You're not yeah. the only person that's going against your parents. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners. Literally, my, my dad's one of, one of my, my parents are one of my number one supporters to this day. I'm still yeah. going to get like, yeah. like, but like no, they support so nice. everything I do, but like we have yeah. some new projects working on. And like, even yeah. now they're like, is that really what like, they don't doubt it, but they'll still question yeah. it. Cause you know, they kind of see every parent that has a mold no. of what you're supposed <laughs> to kind of go into. So and like, it was sorry, really hard. Ahead. It was honestly really hard for me to do. Yeah, this. like, well, give us the your thoughts. Did you reverse it in your head a million times before? Did you have to, dad, mom, sit down, please? Like a discussion. Give us a little more rundown on that. My mom's more chill, and like I can kind of talk to her however I want, even though I still respect her. Are you daddy's girl dad, or mommy's girl? Um, I honestly neither. I'm very like oh, free spirited, okay. and like I think I'm the only rebel in the family. Like I'm the first. I'm the only one that lived out of the house. The only one that didn't go to school in Toronto, and like. I've, I am not really like a homesick person. Like I'm always out and about as you guys know. Like if you see me, it's like I'm always in like 10 places at once, like downtown. I only go home to sleep. Like literally like for a few hours I'm at home and then I leave again. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're just really intense. They've always been really hard on me in particular. Um, I guess because I'm the oldest girl, like I have to set an example and stuff like that. I, I don't know. They're really old school and tradition. It's kind of hard to even describe it. I feel like no one would really understand until they were in the situation. Some of, some of our Ar Armenian listeners are probably like, oh no, I know exactly no, yeah, what they, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they do, <laughs> they definitely do. So when the, when you sat them down, you told them what you wanted to do. Your parents were just like, nope, we don't we don't support this. Yeah, like I, it was kind of like there's planting the seed moments. You kind of have to talk to them. Like you have to you got to feel the vibe. You know, you got to go for them <laughs> well, at the I, right moments. I know both feelings. Otherwise, vibes. it can go very bad. Um, but yeah, so it was a lot of just avoiding kind of thing, and then just being like, hey, by the way, you know, like scenarios. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be a personal trainer. Yeah, but you know what's funny. Um, so shortly after that talk and when I was like really on my grind, like really, really working hard at body, um, one day after I finished the boot camp, um, I got a notification on my phone. It was an email and it was like, congratulations, you got into dentistry. And it was like, I, my heart just stopped. I couldn't believe it. I started crying and I was like, no way. I was like, right after like I chose this path and I was like, I'm never going to look back. I literally told myself, I'm never going to look back on dentistry. I'm, I don't want to do it anymore. And like, imagine just preaching, like doing personal training and loving it. All of a sudden you're like, you get this email that's like, hey, you can do dentistry now. And I'm like, it just felt like a slap in the face. I didn't, I was excited, but I was like, do I even tell my parents? Like, um, no, cause wow. then your dad's gonna be like, you're going to dentistry school. Yeah. So he, and it kind of was like, then they're going to question, like if I, they're going to think like I'm questioning what I'm doing, but I was so positive. So sure. And I don't want to come off that way. Anyways, I remember that. It was a Friday night and I had plans to go out with my friends that night. I still went out. My parents went out and it's like midnight and I'm like, oh, I have to go home to tell them or something. Right. And I further read the email. Two conditions. This is crazy. OK. Number one, it's in Australia, which is to me is a dream because have you guys been to Australia? Uh, twice. Literally. Oh, my God. Best place in the entire world. I, really? I, I, would, I love it. It was such a dream to go there for school. Like, are you kidding? So wait, let me <laughs> ask you before, like, before yeah. you jump into where so you've been when when did you go? I went like a few years before. Okay. Yeah. Where, which part of Australia do you like the best? So like, what do I like the best? Is there a city that, that stood out? One of the, like the, one of I the just areas? had the most incredible experience there. It was very like, it was such a dream. It was like, 
once in a lifetime kind of thing. It was my first time traveling. It was my first time going so far on my own. Um, my best friend lives there. She went there for law school and she never came back. <laughs> she fell in love with it. She lives in Sydney. So I got to stay with her, but we were, um, we were there at the same time the weekend was there there. And it was like the final stop of their tour. And I'm friends with some of those guys. So we were always with them. French Montana was there. Nav, ASAP Rocky. We He's were all sick. together, literally in so like living French. The dream. Oh, okay. Oh, so you I just can't like, even tell you what we did. I was gonna did. be like, okay, so like that's why I was asking because I've been and I liked Australia. Like I had fun after I gone. I was second time. I was like, okay. I've kind of done it. It's okay. It was, you definitely had a different experience of Australia. Oh my God. Like, it's not I a can't typical. Even, you didn't go like to the outback and like camp and stuff. We did cool things though, like with them too, because because okay, we got fair. these like exclusive like they'll shut down the park for us. Like we got a tour bus from here to there, and it's like it was cool. So. <laughs> We did like the really down to earth things as well though. Like we I just got the full experience. Like we went to um we went to Sydney and then we did like Brisbane, Gold Coast, um what's the other place called? Bondi. Bondi. We did Bondi. Bondi sweet. Um we went to a winery, we stayed there on an Airbnb. We did like um in Brisbane we did like a kangaroo sanctuary. Sweet. Um we went hiking in in Springbrook. Um, we just had the coolest experience. I can't even, That's can't awesome. even. So when like that letter came to me and I was like, Australia, I associate Australia with those things, right? It's just like the best things that could have ever happened. <laughs> like the height of my happiness, yeah. the height of my happiness. Felt like I was on drugs or something. Anyway, so when I got <laughs> this letter. one. Yeah, condition one is this Australia. Condition two is it starts next week. And this was... And I was like, I had to move. Like, this is a Friday when I found out. This is Labor Day weekend in Toronto. So everything shut down, right? I would have to get on a plane Wednesday. The The travel is like 27 hours or yeah, something, yeah, something ridiculous. right? You don't even know what time it is when you're on that flight. <laughs> it's pretty much, it takes like so long to get there. With the time difference, it's, it's, a, it's a huge trip. Then school starts the following Monday. So I was like, oh my God, I literally have to pack up and leave right now. That means everything cold, cold cut. I have to say goodbye to everyone. I was like out for dinner with my friends that Friday night. I was like, I think this might be my last time seeing you if I go. Like I, I was so torn. I didn't know what to do. This was also my last chance at dentistry because you can only attempt three times. So it was my last year. And like, it was just a lot all at once. Um, I had to get like the fattest loan. I had to get two loans. I had like running to the to the bank. I was doing my CPR course that weekend. There was a lot of shit going on all at once, but I also couldn't contact the school because they were closed for the weekend and then the banks were closed Monday. So it was just this huge disaster. Disaster. And I honestly, it was like the hardest thing I have personally ever had to go through in my life. And I wish it upon no one. I had like, I was like cold sweats, hot sweats. I was like shaking, couldn't sleep. I, I just had so much anxiety. Like I was calling people, meeting up with people. Like, you know, like people I haven't called up in so long trying to be like, or like I reached out to their staff there, their students, like anyone I know who's a dentist. I was like, what do I do? What do I do? You know what I mean? Um, finally, I told my parents, they didn't even believe it. Their mouths like dropped and they were like, how are you going to like, it, it's just this huge investment. So I just, I sat down day and night. I was writing out spreadsheets, spreadsheets. If I opened a studio, how much would it cost? Spreadsheets. If I was a dentist, like what would I need How long to would it take you to pay back the loan? Yeah, all that stuff. How old am I going to be when I graduate? Would I be able to have kids? Like, um, you know, it was just like I had to do all these plans. You're making a decision for the rest of your life. Yeah, it was so hard. 
in the and end you have a weekend to decide yeah weekend with like with the school being closed and stuff i kept asking for extensions i was still working at the same time i was still at the hospital as well Jesus. like working in research it was just a lot too much it was too much for one person to endure um but in the end i was i made the decision not to go and i turned my back on it and um i have never looked back and i don't regret that decision at all I highly believe in what I'm doing and I keep telling myself, it's like, I'm just so passionate about it. I love it so much that like, if I'm not doing it, who should be doing it? You know what I mean? I'm this person for the job. So like, I just feel like if you found your passion in something, you need to go for it. So that is, that is a crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm trying like to nutshell you just hit everything. Us with like that. No, like, this might be one of the most 10, ten if, minute stories. Yeah. Like good. if Sorry. all the stories, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. All the great. stories you've heard on this podcast, of yeah. all the guests, everyone's got a unique story. But you just condensed like the, mo- the craziest life decision from oh, university. Yeah. That is, I don't even know where to start. Because we have, I have a lot of questions. Yeah, the yeah. toughest part is is that you've prepared the last, sorry, when was this? About a year ago? Yeah, this is two years ago. Two years Almost ago. three, actually, yeah. So at this point, you're, you've been working on being this dentist and, and you know, between the four years at Western, probably another three years of research, volunteering, whatever. Yeah. You're seven years of your life into this, plus the previous 20 of your parents beating down on you that you have to do this. Mm-hmm. And then you've decided not to do it. And then a couple months later, it comes back in. Yeah. I was. That's like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. It definitely was. And I was like, this is a way to really torture a human being with, with their emotions. This, this is how you do it. I think that's interesting, though, because like, you making the decision at the first point being like, no matter what, I'm not looking back. Cause at that point, that's the point I was, yeah, like, you, you decided like, yeah. okay, like no matter what, I'm not going to change it. And then the world threw a curveball at you to really <sighs> test if you were serious. Cause right? a lot of people, like There's when you tests, try yeah. something, you're like always unsure, right? We, we, you know, with this podcast, like, do we do it? People are going to listen. Like, do we, yeah. you know, let's just do it. But then, you know, if something else came up, we'd be, like, you think what I changed my mind, like when you have your conviction, you're like, this is what I want to do. And then some variable comes in and you gotta weigh that i can't even imagine what that's like because like the ricky said you spent your whole whatever at least like, at, the, at the least the last decade yeah. training for this and then it's like i know i want to do this but hang on a second what about this and at the, at the 11th hour i can't even imagine it's just like, like you have to ask yourself like how badly do you want this and and like life cur- like throws you so many curveballs and you can apply that to anything. Like it's just a huge learning lesson. I, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. I've learned so much from that experience. Um, I had a, another experience that happened this past week that was crazy, but um, like another life changing thing that happened. But well, all, we got to like, hear this story then. But, <laughs> Let's finish um, this one first. But though, yeah. when it comes to like, like I, I learned so much from it. So it's like, you can apply that to anything. Like, hey, someone wants to lose weight, right? Let's just say someone wants to lose weight. Like how badly do you really want to lose weight? Are you willing to not have that afternoon whatever like frappuccino that you always get are you willing to wake up an hour extra create extra time to go to the gym like whatever it is like or invest like two thousand dollars for personal training you know what i mean so you can apply to anything like how badly do you really want it or you're about to marry someone do you really love them this much like you know what i mean like it shouldn't be a question it should just be like um yes i do want this i am sure i'm willing to make the sacrifice you know what i mean um yeah. On that, I remember when, so when we started our podcast, at first we were a little worried, but we said, we're going to do it whether people listen or not, it doesn't matter. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. yeah. So we started and we, we started off pretty strong. We had some really cool guests and then COVID happened. And I remember the first episode after COVID, it was just me and Georgie. And we're like, you know, we haven't released one in a month. This is going to be sick. We just did it over the phone. 
I think we had like 50 listeners or something. Maybe less. Yeah. Maybe less. And we were doing a couple hundred pre-COVID. And I remember thinking, I'm like, there's not even 50 people listening to this. Like, what are we even saying, doing? I think between the two of us, it's our family only. Yeah, it's and probably like, all of them probably it's probably like me on Spotify, Apple, George on Spotify, Apple, like our, our extended yeah. family. Like, we're probably like 15 people right Aww, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was we're like, okay, we're shot at, to the gut. We're like, why are we yeah, even doing this? We said, shout out to the said, family for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the So we literally were thinking, do we stop? Is there even a point doing this? But then we said, you know what? We stuck. We said we were going to do it at the beginning of the year. We said at least 52 episodes, one a week for the entire year. And we stuck through it and you know now it's it's been now we're back on track bigger than ever and it, it's been such a fun process but it's kind of like that decision you're thinking shit is this even worth it what am i doing mm-hmm. yeah it's very true that's like man i just think it's i remember looking at i, I remember thinking about that, that because like yeah i can't you just gotta go all in you gotta go all but in that's, but that's the, the important thing too not like this has not is not a career for us by any means like we have our other things i mean if it does not become, yet not yet if it does become one day great um, and a lot of stuff happening lately too. Do we do we settle with like? Uh, tell them. Do we do we tell them to announce it? Yeah, Pals announce pod, it officially. We got a big big deal. Pal's podcast got a studio. Wow, yeah. official studio. So uh, yeah. not coming. Like, not moving in yet. We'll be there. So we're still going to be on the comfort of the of the uh, the Gonzalez president's couch, yeah. whatever this is. But yeah, so who knows? Maybe it becomes something. But. Them. Where was I going with this, man? Shit, I lost it. No, there's not a circle because I actually, I know, I was going to say something. Um, we're saying that like you're growing. Sorry, yes, you have to, what I was going to say was um, like, if you were, you believe that you wanted to do that that much and, and you know, I think that it would have been maybe not easy. Like it wasn't an easy decision, but it's okay. I trained, I, I can do this. Like this is what I worked for. It would make my parents happy. It's what I worked my life for. Like I could do it. And maybe you would have gone that way. But if you knew that being happy means being in fitness, being a personal trainer, doing all these things, that's the important thing, right? Like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's that cliche, but you should do what makes you happy because you want to do it more. You won't quote yeah. unquote work a day in your life, but that even that alone, not even that, that 11th hour throwing that curveball at you, but trying to decide, do I do what makes everybody happy and what I was kind of destined to do or do I do what I'm passionate about and not everybody. Exactly. You got to weigh out the pros and the cons and like what really matters to you the most. Like what do you find important? Yeah. What is your purpose? Ricky has a, Ricky's got a saying. I haven't said it in a while. Why don't you say yeah. At the end of the day, when you go to bed at night and you close your eyes, you're by yourself. You're only with you. So you are your the most important person in your life. So if you're not happy when you go to bed at night, then there's nothing else that can make you happy. You need to do the decisions that make you happy. Is that the one you're talking that about? That is. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. We haven't said it in a while. I wanted to hear it. it may, it's, yeah, because again... Sorry, I'm trying to... No, 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 I know what I knew you were going to turn and say that. We are, no, we're not going to say anyways, it. Just go. Just so go. I've always decided, <laughs> not always, but more recently, I've put so much energy and focus into my personal happiness and doing what makes me happy. And I've got a kind of motto in my life right now. If you're not making me happy, making me money, oh, yeah. or making me a better person, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah. I like that. Put that yeah. on the chalk. If you're not making cut. me money... <laughs> happy or better yeah. i'm not doing it that yeah. is good. or i'm not hanging out with you or i'm not do- because there's wait i got a question go what is the most important of those three for you making you better making you money or making you happy making me better because making me better oh, will make me happy God. and make me that's better. a oh, hit me that's a yes. good one yeah because and uh, my oh, mom wait. even asked me like what if i asked you to clean clean the house i said mom if you really asked me to clean because you really wanted me to do it i would do it because helping you would make me a better person mm-hmm. and she was like oh thanks jesus bro. my man's hitting us with some man knowledge so, today. Uh, i've so decided that and to your situation yeah you could have been a dentist and that might make you a better person but would it really make you a better person the the vibe i get from you is that you want to help people you want to change their lives and you can probably change numerous 
numerous people's probably. lives being a dentist. You could. I'm not taking away from it. But you could probably change more people's lives in a greater, deeper meaning being yeah. a personal trainer because you can literally turn someone's life around. And honestly, like... It just. Um, I might have just of, went around in a rabbit hole. No, that there, was crazy, I man. Feel yeah. like you guys, I feel like everybody got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I we hope got it. Went. We got it. Um, what was I gonna say? I look at, I look at this very holistically. Like what I do is very like, yeah, it's like the physical stuff, but it's also like mental health. Um, oh, and, like, for sure. Yeah, I just know like, it's. I'm genuinely like so happy for people who are seeing like progress and changes, and like they tell me things like it's the highlight of my day to come to your class or like if this made my day just like wow. um, you training me like coming in today or people that hated like health and fitness before now love it and it's like part of their lifestyle. It's just so positive. Like yeah. it's just yeah. so positive in every way. You know what I mean? It, it's just one thing to add to um, like the one thing that I, I, that I, I guess a lot of people find and it becomes contagious is a lot people genuinely I think like to work with people or be around people or partner with people that love what they do yeah. because it comes out. I mean, like I, I this is an example. Like I, my family business, we work in, we work in cleaning mm-hmm. and a lot, some clients and I was like, I, I just naturally have a lot of energy even when I'm at work and it's when days are not going good. Like I just, I'm a hyper person, but I remember one time a client said to me like, you really like cleaning. Like you yeah. really <laughs> like this. And I was like, I guess I'm just yeah. such a, a neat person, but he's like, okay, he's like, I like people, like, like I like that yeah. about you. You're passionate. You believe in it. I believe in you. And he said it to me one time, and it made me realize, like, this is a couple years ago, and I was like, you know, what? I thought about that because who do I want to be around too? It's people who love what they do, even if you have one. Like I see people on Instagram who are trying to, you know, maybe in the health and fitness space, maybe they're just getting started, and I you see them early on when they have a hundred followers maybe mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Like not a lot of people, but they're still so fired up. They're doing it and then it grows and you see people, they get, it gets contagious. Yeah. When you exude that passion and people know you're not doing it for the wrong reasons, when you like, you're doing yeah, it because so you, you care, tell, you it's tell. not about the money or about that. Yeah. Like people are attracted to that. I think they want to be around that because yeah. if this person cares, they're going to care about me too mm-hmm. or vice versa. Right. So I, and that is very important and clearly like you obviously have that passion for it. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell a story. One of my previous partners, Becca, she was, uh, she's a personal trainer as well. Mm-hmm. She would tell me stories about how some of her clients would send her text messages. She'd be like, my husband looked at me and he's told me how beautiful I looked. And it's like, those are the type of compliments huh. that when you get those, like, yeah. I, I'm not a personal trainer, but I can imagine you probably get similar compliments yeah. like that. It's, it's got to be one of those feelings where like, wow, this is why I do it. This is exactly why I train people. This is exactly why. Because that moment for your client to have her husband or maybe his fiance or his wife make those comments, it's gotta be life-changing. Cause you're like, I literally just changed this person's day. I made this person's I, day. I'm I can't changing. even describe how happy it makes me when I, <laughs> when I wake up to messages like that or people, I do like goal checks sometimes like during my sessions, I'm like, okay guys, like how about like, how do you guys feel so far since, tra- since beginning training with me? Like has anything changed? And even like Penny, for example, I asked her yesterday. She was like, honestly, I feel like my... Shout out our girl Penny. Penny. (laughs) She goes, my endurance has changed. Like I feel like in the pool, my endurance has changed. I'm like, oh my God. You know what I mean? (laughs) This is like a top level athlete. Um, No, but a lot. And like the other day, like a client randomly, like she woke up and messaged me before I even woke up. Like she was like, I lost this many inches. Like my boyfriend's telling me this and that. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just so rewarding and I'm just so happy for them. I can't even describe it. Yeah. Uh, One thing that's funny too is like, I'm not thinking this all the way through, but no, has anyone ever, even when you're unhappy and you go work out, like you had a bad day, you feel like shit, but you get put through a hard workout and you're even annoyed in that workout or it sucks. Has anyone ever really like left a workout feeling like, oh, I feel worse than when I started? No. Even a bad workout. I'm actually asking, you guys work out probably way more than (laughs) I do, but like, 
even lately, man, like I dragged myself. We put a gym at our office recently because yeah. obviously with gyms, clo- well, this is kind of before when they were closed, but through some free weights, some like squat rack and some stuff in there. But like even when I'm having days, I'm in the office and I'm having a bad day. I'm like, you know what? Let me go to my lunch. I'll Sweat do like a half out. an hour workout. Yeah. I just feel better after I leave. Even the days where I'm really not in the mood, like, yeah. You just, yeah. I'm just, very like, I'm very close with all my clients. Um, Like I say, I say in the beginning, the first, I do a consult before we begin to see like to just so we get to know each other a little bit i'm like listen we're gonna become best friends i want you to text me at 4 a.m whatever it is like i want you to like to like i'm so tight with all them i was like nothing you tell me needs to go anywhere like likewise i tell them my shit and i trust them and it's just like good to have an outsider perspective but i'm like it's also like i said i look at health very holistically and nutrition and fitness so it's like if someone is going through like a breakup or like if they're unhappy with their job or whatever it may be, like they're going to eat different. They're going to sleep different. They're going to start gaining weight. So I need to know these things. I'm like, do you have anxiety? Like, do you have any eating disorders? Like, I need to know these things. And I'm not, I'm like the least judgmental person. I know it can come off intimidating and stuff. But once you get to know me, you'll understand that I'm actually very like just so open and stuff. So I like, have this connection with them. They tell me everything. And I see like, like I know I know who's going to be like drinking a glass of wine at night. I know who's going to be eating a little piece of cheese here and there. You know what I mean? So you know, who's I got see that it. candy machine that's a three quarters empty already. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or like if they come in, they're groggy. It's like, Oh, they're probably smoking weed last night. Or like if they come in and they're like crying and I'm like, what happened? You know, like so-and-so I'm like, you know what? We're going to go hard then. I was like, I'm going to do more med ball slams or whatever it is. Like take it out on this, yeah. on this workout. You know what I mean? Or if you're like, just more like emotional whatever okay like let's just work out together i'll hop in with them we'll do some like pilates more stuff that's easier like you know what i mean it all ties in together because that's how i train myself too i work out every single day no matter what heck yeah seven days a week yes every day so sometimes you don't feel like working out i still do you know what i mean like take us through and you always feel better after take us through what like Sorry, you, before, go, yeah, before yeah, that, go. I want to touch on something too. You said that you're, they, they can tell you everything. Mm-hmm. I strongly believe that personal trainers are also like part-time therapists. Oh, yes. I have, I've had a client. He was an older male um, gay and like he was going through a lot of shit. Like he was also, uh, maybe I shouldn't say too many details just for protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, obviously. Um, literally would just, he would rather talk for the hour <laughs> than work out. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, we can do this here and there. But I perp- I purposely schedule breaks in the workout to talk. And I tell them in the consults t- uh, uh, session, I'm like, listen, this is how the workout's going to run. I'm like, we'll do these exercises. We'll take a break. This is when we talk about your shit. Then we do it again. This is when we talk about your shit. Like, this is how I schedule it because I know people want to come and talk. Yeah. But this guy he was like more about the talk. And I'm like, oh, we still have to train, you know? Like, <laughs> so we so at least one of the cycles in today. Like, yeah, no, yeah. but it's, it's so true because working out can i'm not saying make your mental health better but there's definitely a correlation between physical health and mental health 100 you know they definitely go hand in hand and like you said earlier if you're working out and you're eating healthy you start to get in that cycle it does positively affect your mental health so mm-hmm. um anyways back to your question georgie i was gonna ask you said you work out seven days a week is it do you that all these years working out have you built a routine that you stick to do you change it up do you just say do you have one day a week that like i know monday is like you know Core is it's Friday booty every day. Core, core, every day. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, core every, every day is core. Yeah, so like, what, but, like, what does a week look like for you? Not training wise, just for your own workouts. It's, How did they... it's tough because like, I like to train myself so much and like I'm so used to it that I need to work out every single day. But now I have to put everyone else first, right? So I only get to work out when 
everyone else is already trained and I can find a break, right? So if I'm like, let's just say I have a full day of clients and classes and all that, et cetera, and I found like a 12 to 1 p.m. gap, and I'm like, oh, cool, that's when I'm going to work out. I also like to work out fasted, so I can only eat after I work out, right? So I'm like looking forward to my session 12 to 1 for myself, and then someone will message me being like, oh, do you have time Monday 12 to 1, like at 12? And I'll be like, okay, you know, like I'll just put them into that time. There goes my workout. But maybe on that time, like I'll just hop in on their workout. Like we'll do it together. If it's one of those clients yeah. that are more advanced, then I'm like, today I'm going to hop in on your workout. Especially with the virtuals, I train with all my virtual clients. I'm there doing it at the same time they yeah. are. That's how you get the apps. And with my classes that are Zooms. Yeah. So uh, that's how we get the It's just constantly abs. working out. Yeah. Um, I have never split my workouts where today is arms, today is chest. I know guys do that. Like you like to group muscle groups and stuff like that. I've never been that way. I just like to go with how I feel. I'm very in tune with my body. And I, that's my style is like to work out according to your energy. Um, so like- Vibes if don't lie, Georgie. Yeah. Vibes do not lie. <laughs> VDL. That's what we should change it. You should change it to vibes do not lie. Oh, I was going to write it the other day in one of my captions, but it didn't look as good. Vibes do picture. not lie. <laughs> vibes don't lie sounds better. I know, but it's like we the North. You know what I mean? Like vibes do not lie. All right. Trademarked. Anyone use that? You got to pay Georgia Royalty. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> going with back. All tune. I'm saying is like, you ha I just train according to my energy. So every day it's like, I, I kind of like, I, it's a hit style training. But if I'm feeling more energetic, I'm like, For I should be those who don't know what hit today. is. High intensity, high intensity interval training. So it's like mostly using your body weight kind of in like bursts of energy and taking breaks and then doing it again and like using accessory weight as well. So like I'll toss on, I always work out with ankle weights, ankle weights on. Yeah, you're big on the ankle weights. Yeah, that's like my thing. <laughs> that's my thing. Um, ankle weights like throughout my whole workout. Um, it'll be using like kettlebells, dumbbells, bands, um, stuff like that. Bozy ball is huge. The half ball, the big yeah, ball yeah. as well. Um yeah so okay so what's a typical workout for you look like what did today's workout look like wait have you worked um, out today like so i did a little sum sum in my house it was like today was an off day it was a weird day because of what happened yesterday for the whole shutdown so like typically um let's just say typically how it work out is um so i rent a studio and then i also work um work at sweat tonic where i do the boot camps um so Let's say I'll schedule clients in the morning, then I'll have my boot camps, and then I'll go back to my studio to schedule more clients. Like I said, I don't, oh, um, I don't like to work out before eating. Sorry, I don't like to eat before I work out. Uh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the first way. I don't like to work out before no, eating. No, I go fasted always. Uh, it has sometimes. to be fasted. Like, it's like, just the I way run. to get lean yeah. and like to feel comfortable, so especially when you're, well, <laughs> you are my boy. You are. Yeah, it's it's like especially if you're working at your core. Like, how can you eat something and then like do crunches and like high intensity jumping? Yeah. You're just not going to feel comfortable. Yeah, your body, true. like I don't know, but you I have also, a sensitive stomach, so I also find that it like I yeah I find if you, as long as you get up in the morning and work out the first few hours like. If I have some coffee right and I go, it yeah. also just kind of keeps me motivated. A lot of it, I liked, like working out, I don't find it's tough running, I find, because I'll, I'll do like with 5K, 10K, Cardio. whatever it is. Yeah. And I find that I'm just like, my more mentally feel clear, my body feels lighter. And then near the end, I'm like, okay, I can't wait to finish to have yeah. like eat something and have a protein shake, whatever. Yeah. And it kind of pushes me just to kind of, you're like chasing something almost. Yeah, kinda, your body has nice. all the energy you need first thing in the morning. Like I just have water, water first, always, that is key. Okay. Um, black coffee, and then usually, like I wake up, I'm always hungry. Literally, I'm like the most hungry person you'll come across. I eat a lot, trust Whoa. me. I was gonna say. No, like I, I eat know, a lot, Lisa, trust me. Trust okay, me. then we can eat together, I don't okay? know, uh, you gotta see this man. Yeah, yeah, the I same get table. You gotta hungry. see this man on his hangover Sunday. Oh. <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow we're gonna be uh, 
with some pizzas and stuff. Ooh. Wait, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I don't want to jump too far because you're talking about being hungry. Let's okay, yeah. save that. Say that note. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it's to do with food. Pretty much, like I wake up hungry, but once I have like water, and coffee, I'm like, oh, I don't feel that hungry anymore. I'm good to go. Right. So let's say I might have one or two, three sessions in the morning, or if I have if I have some time, I'll work out first, then I'll eat. Um, just depends on like who like shuffling around the schedule. Pretty much just work out and train and then eat and then et cetera, et cetera. But I also find it's important to work out fasted because it gives your body a chance to like use your fat as energy and that's the way to burn fat. Mm -hmm. um, Cause that like fat is just stored fuel. Like it's stored like um, energy. So you're yeah. just, your body will take it and break it down. Mm -hmm. So like you really don't need to eat before you work yeah, out. Of course. Yeah, but Do important to eat after. 100%. Very 100%. <laughs> do you uh do you do like cheat meals, cheat days? Like what's your or do you are you no. always healthy? Like Um no, that's not true either. Like if you check my Instagram, people don't believe me. Like what I post everything. I post what I eat. Like I'm a huge huge foodie and it's also like a cultural thing. Like um like my family just loves food and like it's kind of just like I guess anyone that's like Middle Eastern um will understand it's like dinner is like this massive meal that you look forward to. And then it's just like dessert is always after. And I just grew up in like that kind of household. And where was I going with that? Yeah. So I love food. Like I like I have yeah. a huge appetite and everything. Yeah. Right. Um, so I like, I've been more restrictive before with my diet right after Western when I was really trying to like get serious about my health. Um, like I would like look up restaurant menus before I'd be like, can I modify this? What's the healthiest thing to get? I also like didn't drink alcohol for a very long time, even though I was going out. A lot of people didn't know that. Like, I would I still hold that. like a cup of water or something in the bar, <clears throat> but it's just like when everyone's drunk around you, like they don't notice. Yeah. It was only, it was only annoying when like guys were like, take a shot. Come on. It's just a shot. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> that was a great That's impression. That's a hundred calories. On, take a shot. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I didn't, I was like, sure. And I would take it low key. I would just spill it on the bar. So like, I don't, I feel bad. You guys are wasting your money. When I, when a girl says no, like just don't no, do and it. And you get out there, bumps Anyways. at least not the bar, ain't getting a, uh, oh no, no, I know you, you're not getting a shot. When I say no to like a drink, just take it as like, it's a no. Yeah. Um, anyways, so there was a time where I was being more restrictive, but I just found that it was hard to be as social, especially now with like the restaurant scene is like, everything's like tapas sharing. Um, and I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, like I don't want to get this and that. Cause I, I genuinely, I love eating healthy. Like right now I'm actually craving like celery with like peanut butter, like celery, with, like a peanut butter dip <laughs> would be so good right now. Like I don't need like chips right now. You know what I mean? Like one of our guests loves kale. That's what, that was his thing. Andy loves kale. Yes. Yeah. Kale's all right. Yeah. Like kale, I'll eat it. I love it too. Like steady. Yeah. Kale all day, every day. Huh. That's good. Yeah. I, um, I like kale too, but not that much. No, no, no. No, so pretty much I love healthy food and I prefer healthy food, but I also love being social. And my idea of, of, of having fun is to actually go to like a new restaurant in Toronto, check it out, go with like a bunch of friends who are not too picky on their eating. So just so we can like share everything on the mm -hmm. table. And I really look forward to that. So that's like my Friday and Saturday nights. Like um, if I know I'm going to go out for dinner, I'll just be more clean during the day. Mm -hmm. Like I'll, I'll try to avoid carbs more and just be like extra 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 clean so that at dinner I can like eat these things guilt-free but it's also you're sharing everything right it's not like you're eating a whole pizza a whole bowl of pasta but I'm always the one to come in hot with like the oh I think we should get some like salad on the side too you know like <laughs> there has to be something green on the table For sure. do you uh when you go out to new restaurants do you read google reviews 
Um, no. Here we go. No, wait, are you a Google person? I I'm a big reviewer. Oh, okay. Oh, are you? I love I'm how you just. I'm not making fun. I just love how you dropped that. I knew where you were going with that. Just, oh, just so you know. I, I don't know. Like, I think I find most. I, I find most of my restaurants just through Instagram. Yeah, no, just through Instagram. Like, I'm actually like I used to date a chef too, and like I have a lot of um, no shout out for him. No. <laughs> Didn't even he look. Get one. A side eye. Get a side eye. A little cut eye. No. Um, my brother actually was, he was a, a chef shit too. Cook anyways. <laughs> I just have a lot of friends in in like the culinary industry and stuff. So like I, I communicate. I feel like with you just got a lot of friends in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, like it's just I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I'm very social. I'm very like. Uh, yeah. I go out yeah. a lot. I'm out yeah. all the time. Like I said, I'm never really home. So. Um, yeah, so like I, I just like I find the new restaurants. I put them on a list. I have a list on my phone, not of where I've been because it'd be way too long, but of places I still need to go. And what's on the top of that I list? I started adding a few. Ooh. Yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah, because some. Should I pull it up? Yeah, I don't know where I, where I am. I love the sticker on the back of the phone. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. That's from Kalex, who I used to work for. It's like um, a CBD company. Okay, sweet. Also, while wow. while you're yeah. looking at this, we gotta yeah. think about. I want to hear the story about something that happened last week. You okay. said you have another oh, crazy yeah, yeah. story. While you're looking at like the first one, while you're looking that up, hurts. before we talk about the food, the one thing I want to say to that point, like um, over the last few years, like when I started, like you know, getting more healthy, trying to be more aware of what I eat and all that stuff. I mean, I'm still like a binge eater. I'm, a, I'm big. I love candy. Um, you're not bad unless you're hungover. No, for sure. When and you're even like so, that, like I have a candy machine. I hate having that here because, but I won't go up and have a bunch every night. Like I might watch a movie. I'll take a turn of like Skittles and, and take it, whatever. But what I was gonna get is I was always very. I used to be very hard on myself. Like I was, I was bigger, but I was yeah. very active. I played a lot of sports. But you have to be. Yeah, but I would. But I, I would had be that very, point too in my but, life where I was hard on myself. But I'd be hard to the point where it's like, okay, I'm gonna try doing like the keto diet, and I would if I did no. something wrong, I would like never diet. You never would exactly. Diet. Like you do all these fat, these kind of fads, and, and I've said mm -hmm. this before, but my dad always said, you know, everything in moderation, which mm -hmm. I really believe. Everything. But I, but to that point is like when I would ever tell myself any diet I did when I was trying to lose weight for you know a, running a half marathon or box whatever I was trying to train for. I would tell myself you can't have this and it would make me like not unhappy like you but you want it more no, it's yeah. when you plant that seed it's like it's something that's always on your mind and it's something exactly. you have to fight and it's harder but what I've been doing recently which I found has been better is I'm like you know what like I'm very mindful so even more so now what I put in my body but I'm also like you know what like you you have, you have one life like you gotta be happy you gotta be able to enjoy 100%. things if I'm gonna if I know that I want I, I'm craving pizza right now if I want pizza fine I'm gonna go run like a quick 3k sprint or I'm gonna work out this morning let me work out a little harder maybe I'll go a little longer with my fast in the morning or something and just like enjoy things but enjoy it like in moderation like have healthy things so I'll like to your point I always pick my greens first and I'll be okay I'm gonna eat a steak make sure that I have this much Good, yeah. veggies first or salad then I'll put the meat down and say okay I'm still a little hungry I'll throw some like carbs or something whatever something yeah. else but i just find that for me at least like i've started to be less strict i'm like you can't have this george mm -hmm. as long as you can't have it i want it I have, a, point, I have a couple like rules when it comes to food okay tell um us. first of all like I'll, i grew up being super super picky my mom did not know what to do for me for lunches like the, my siblings was easy she would pack sandwiches they would eat it for me she would just be like literally like here's a 20 dollar bill buy whatever you <laughs> figure want figure it out and like i i would just eat so unhealthy you wouldn't even believe like you wouldn't believe how far i've come in terms of health like the i used beef to patties i'm not kidding no 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 like bad like 7-eleven sausages huge, <laughs> i'm a huge <laughs> I used um, to, yeah, yeah i had those like i've had those before i'm not even gonna lie yeah, not sausages you know those like why things? <laughs> oh those taquito <laughs> so things bad. yeah i forgot last time i was like a month ago but what? why Bro, I was, when i'm hungover. What? Oh, I'm no. my go-to hangover thing. 
I go to oh, the 7-Eleven, get a slushie, and like one of the taquitos, and I would have the slushie on my back. You're such a child. Yeah, I am. I eat like a. Ch- I honestly eat like a child. And I'm yeah. Like, oh my god. Dude, like I, oh no adult. You, guys, you, you guys, guys, honestly, if to I tell 7-Eleven you, for taquitos and a slushie. I, I, like I think you think I'm kidding. It was probably like a month, maybe two months ago. I had that. Oh my god. That's bad. Anyways, for, anyways, sorry. Tell us your rules. Oh no. So tell us about eating as a first of all, no, just a quick brief of like my health history um and what I've been eating. Um, like I'm a huge, huge sweet tooth. And I kid you not, I used to bring a plastic, like a Ziploc of sugar cubes to school and snack on that. Come on. I, like Dunkaroos every day. Oh, oh Dunkaroos yeah. are fire. Yes. A one hundred. My friends, you yeah. coming in. They like try to reach in there. Yeah, like, where's my Dunkaroos? You can't share that. The white with the sprinkles. Cubes, that's okay. You guys are making fun of yeah. your white sugar cubes. I was the pickiest eater. It was disgusting. Yeah, and I like when I when bad. I went to Holy university crap, thanks, and I mom. Yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, no, my parents are like they they would take us to McDonald's and like Taco Bell. They didn't know they were foreign. Oh. They they immigrated Taco here. I grew up in the states actually. I'm from Boston. I grew up for te- yeah ten years. <laughs> Wait, what? And America is a different ball game when it comes to like Bastard. health and, and portion sizes. Yeah. So yeah, trust me, it was bad. But anyways, um, so through those through that experience and like when I was transitioning in first year into becoming more healthy and like fitness, um, I learned more about like fat burning foods, healthy foods, why they're beneficial. I used to eat things like this. I used to plug my nose and eat it just because I knew it was healthy. But I found like the more you ate healthy, the you're like, and maybe just cause like I was maturing, like your taste buds change. And like, I just appreciated like more foods. Like I actually started to like food, like as they are like, a tomato is so sweet and it's like dessert. Like literally to me, it's like, I don't need to put anything on it and I'm so happy with it. Like I just picture you eating a tomato like an apple. <laughs> so my cousin, I've done that. My cousin eats them yeah, like that. Right. Yeah. My cousin, yeah. Well, we're from, the, tomato, we're, the place in Greece are from the apples, or the apples, the tomatoes are like really fresh and you can eat them like, cause they're kind of sweet. So you yeah. can either eat them like plain or put a little salt, but so like, good. He eats them. My dad used to do it. I don't add salt. My cousin oil. eats them like an apple. Like he'll sit yeah, in, like, in the sugar. village square just like eating, eating them. Actually, I used to do it in my kitchen. That was weird. Anyways, I used Tell to. Tell me, do not a, craving tomatoes right I, now. I, I nice tomatoes tomato. are my, one of my favorite things to eat. Tomatoes, a Greek salad, like you know, tomato, Ooh, cucumber, feta. Yes. I, the tomato and the feta is my oh, favorite. Oh yes. I'm the yes. cucumber and the feta. No, I'm craving tomatoes. So, no, I'm I'm gonna go home and do abs after this. I'm still on the <laughs> abs. Well, actually, funny you say kit. that. I've been thinking this whole time. I'm like, I gotta work out now. If I gotta work out tonight. So I'm good. I'm I, ride, I rode my bike. I rode my bike here. I'm good. I just ride my bike home. And <laughs> yeah, that's my workout. Yeah. Get home for a Saturday day abs. off. Not bad. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Jump back. Yeah. What was I saying? So I was picky, and I learned that like I don't know everything. I just everything started to taste better, and I started to appreciate food for what it was. Just really appreciate good quality food, right? So, and I'm also fooding like to try these new restaurants. Um, Oh, where was I going with that? Um, oh, damn. I no just restaurants because you got your list of restaurants. No, like it was no? like part of my food theories. A five. Okay. You know what? It's I forgot where I was going with that exactly. Okay. But, I, do, I do that a lot. I do that. A lot. Every episode I do that. <laughs> it'll, come, um, it'll come back. Okay. Just back to my. Let's just talk about the food rules. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Oh, so, sorry. I know it was just there my last point. My last point before I talk about the food rules is I made it my goal and like my mission to like everything. I don't, I don't ever want to be at a table and be like, no, thank you. I don't really like that. You know what I mean? Wow. The last thing I learned to like was mussels because my dad used to force me to eat a lot of seafood when I was younger because he's from Turkey and like they grew up on the water. They love seafood. But when I was a kid, like kids don't like that, like gooey, like stuff, oh, you know, the shit squirts out or whatever. <laughs> and by the way, do you guys, do you take, do you eat mussels or sorry, oysters, oysters, I meant oysters. I just taught myself to like oysters. I meant oysters. You meant oysters. I meant oysters. I started eating oysters. My dad, my dad got me into oysters. everything yeah. when I was a kid. He used to be, like, he used to cook. Oh yeah. I, Amazing cook. oysters and clams, like when I was like, 
I was fortunate. As like a kid, seven, you don't eight, like that, I right? Them, you did? Octopus, squid, yeah. Greek. Expensive little kid here. <laughs> <laughs> and how much I and ate. And now it's yeah. like opposite. You go to 7-Eleven for your taquitos and slushies. Yeah, it's, so my parents yeah. never gave me Balance McDonald's and stuff. I used to eat. Yeah, it's true. But no, I honestly. Oysters I, are like, as a kid, like, I don't know. I feel like they're more picky. It's like with their seafood and stuff like that. But do you guys like, do you take oysters like a shot or do you chew them? Because no, I heard. I like just shot. I shot them. Some people do that. I chew it. Oh, no, I like really? mine with a little bit of red vinegar. The red vinegar sausage. Well, I like move it off the I'm thing and then I'll eat it. Man, like you don't do like a one-two kind of chew. Man, no. oysters, at, oysters at Harbor 60, yeah. buddy. You living large tonight. <laughs> no, no, no. I just think oysters are so fun. Like I, I just want to be around a table and be like, let's go for oysters and wine, you know? So I just like, that was like my Rick's last got a thing. Here. On that thought, I taught myself, I didn't like sushi growing up. I Either. went to so many sushi places, tried so many different kinds just because I wanted to like sushi so I could go for all-you-can-eat sushi with the boys. Yes. Yeah, At Western, everyone used to go to the all-you-can-eat sushi place underneath uh, 675 Richmond. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I would never go because I'm like, I don't like sushi. Yeah. First off, they have other things other than sushi. I just didn't realize that. So I taught myself to like sushi just so I can go for all-you-can-eat sushi. Right. About a year and a half ago, two years ago, I loved the idea of buck shuck Uh-huh. Like dollar oysters, $50 bottles of, of wine. Yeah. Sounds right? unreal. <laughs> Taught myself how to like oysters just so I can go to Buckashuck with the boys. We had a, we had a recurring calendar invite. We went, yeah. we said every Thursday we go to Buckashuck. We went like twice. twice. <laughs> I'm like, we're going this week. Yeah, a lot of the Buckashucks have closed down in Toronto. Did you know that? No, why? I did not. Because I th- well, I just margins are so. You, you, I don't think they make COVID? money on on uh, oysters. So I think because of COVID, they're mm. reducing because so yeah. many of the spots. Well, I they used upsell to go it to, so much, anyways. Yeah. Well, it's like and plus the drinks. Like Three fifty for an oyster. I'm I like, feel like no one's really doing raspberry points. They those are. You know, fun fact, I, I don't know about you guys. Tell know, me the fact. The difference between East Coast and West Coast, oysters as well. East, always I still go, don't know the difference. Always East Coast. East Coast is more like, always East Coast? so West Coast are bigger, meatier, yeah, and they I smell kind of fishy, I find. Oh. The East Coast is kind of a little bit smaller. There's one that's like curly shell and one's like a straight shell too or something. There's a few, yes. Yeah, I, I show West are big, big, East are small. I learned that's this, I, I didn't, like I liked them, but I didn't know much about it. One of my, one place I really like on King Street is Rodney's. Mm. My dad took me once and I was like, this place is like, a, it feels like a dive bar. Didn't we go for your brother's birthday? Yeah. And then there they start telling you. That's like, on my list. Yeah, Rodney's. Yeah, you gotta something. go. And like if you do, if you go if you go too late in the night, some oysters sold out because they're more popular. So like raspberry points, those ones are good. They're almost always gone. No, don't tell them. Now it's like <laughs> be rushing for those raspberry <laughs> points. Uh, wow, Rodney's just got a plug here. Shout out Rodney's. Hit us Shout up with a sponsorship. <laughs> oh, Rodney's the best. Um, so essentially like I just I just learned to like everything I made my goal to be like social and like easygoing, and that's just like how it became the most happy and like. Um, flexible with my diet mm-hmm. but my three rules okay here they are Wait, sorry is there three any rules. food you don't like yeah. there's nothing I don't like George what about there's you there's nothing I won't eat there's one there's thing nothing. I don't like I told wait you. let me guess let me guess oh. starts with an O there's something you don't like that starts with an O one food he knows I've said it, I've said it before here. olives no. onions <gasps> I fucking love them I know you, you love them no, I, I literally eat olives like I just it starts with an O okra Ogre oh beans. yeah, we just talked yeah, about because they're like the texture. Yeah, it's they're kind of slimy. See, slimy. It's yeah. funny. I can eat oysters it's and like the texture seafood, thing. but oysters I can't. Or, oh, I, listen, I can still eat it. I just don't like. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. But like, I spent a month in India traveling. I eat everything. I'm not a picky eater. Yeah, like, I'll try it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm try everything once. You? I'm everything. pickles and olives. Those are. The I love. You don't like pickles. I love cucumbers. Cucumbers like my favorite thing in the world. Hate pickles. Love olive oil. I can drink olive oil. I hate olives. 
But have you tried all the olives? They're all so different. I've tried. Kalamata olives, baby. I've tried as many Kalamata as I need to try. are more like olives. So maybe don't eat the Kalamata. I, like, I've tried as many kinds. as I need to try. Really? You even really, like the stuff. You know what's even weird? The those are ones? my two favorite things probably. If someone said, yeah. what can you eat right now? You go to my fridge. I have like four jars yeah. of pickles. Pickles, pickles and olives. Disgusting. Pickles and olives are my Those are so favorite. good for you. Wait, I remember one time, one of our vacations where we went grocery shopping, you bought this massive jar of pickles and it's our last day there. It's probably like Coachella trip or something. Yeah. It's our last day. We just hung over with a fork just pickle after pickle just Alone. like glizzling they're, them down they're good they're salt there's some sodium in yeah. them they're, they're oh, good that's why my stomach biome is, really is good I don't get upset stomachs often because yeah. I eat a lot of like pickled yeah, foods uh, it's fermented food it's really good for you it's good for your gut it's my go to kimchi too yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways back to the three food rules Okay, I don't know if there's three, but okay, yeah. So we'll make up a number, five. One of them, okay, maybe there's five. I don't know. Let me just let, let me just go okay, through go, my. Go. She's gonna start making them up as she goes. Yeah, I was like, wait, let me add more. Um, okay, I really believe that it matters what you eat, when you eat it, and how much of it. Okay. So everyone's like, oh, how do you eat all these things? I literally so who, eat ice cream like when, every freaking day. Like almost every day, yeah. I'll have ice cream. I swear to God. Wait, but what? I still look like yeah. Literally every day almost. It's my favorite food. So ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream you can still enjoy ice cream. Sugar-free ice cream? No. Or like we talk no, 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 no. Ice cream. Like Tom's Dairy Freeze. Oh, Tom's. Yes. I mission all the way for Tom's. Literally I love right it. Here. Shout out Tom's. Shout, Shout out Tom's. I love Tom's. <laughs> What's your go-to ice cream? Um, That's hard. I don't know. Like I love cookie dough from Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Really? Um, what are you, George? In the States, it's Meat, different. vanilla. Vanilla is really good. I'm like the plainest. I like, Try it with like cinnamon. Vanilla, like Tom, like Try it with cinnamon. I put cinnamon, cinnamon on everything, but it tastes like cinnamon French toast. Ooh. Come on. Yeah. Momofuku's. Momofuku's. Nah, um, it's good. The cereal milk. The cereal milk. Yeah. It's okay. That's a good one. I'd rather go McDonald's. Their soft serve is amazing. McDonald's soft serve is my yeah. favorite. I've once, I don't do this often. I won't go out of my way to get ice cream, but if I drive by McDonald's and it's summer and it's like a dollar cone, I will drive to McDonald's oh, yeah. and get a cone. Yeah. McDonald's soft serve is one of my favorite things to have. Also in the States, because I grew up in Boston and we used to go to Cape Cod every weekend. They have the best ice cream ever. 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 And trust me, I've tried wow. a lot of ice cream. They have this flavor. They have. <laughs> it's so serious. They have trust me, I've eaten ice cream. <laughs> this flavor in the states that we don't have in Canada, and it's called black raspberry. And it's not. It's nothing artificial. There's actually berries that are black raspberries. They grow in Ontario, but we just don't make black raspberry ice cream. Is it black raspberry? Pal's podcast, black raspberry ice cream, coming right up. Is there chocolate in the <laughs> yeah. two, or why is it called black raspberry? No, it's it's, it's literally the berry is called a black oh. raspberry. It's like a blueberry, black raspberry, oh, raspberry, strawberry. Aren't blackberries a thing? Blackberries are a different fruit. It tastes different. I oh. can't even describe it. It's it's just the it's the best. All right. So wow. when I'm in the states, black raspberries. What I got here, it's like. If anyone here. knows where to get black raspberries from, how to ship it, hit us up. Do you, have they you grow ever been to, Have you ever been to Neptune's in Boston? No, I've heard of it though. It's my favorite, probably my favorite restaurant I've ever been to. Ever. Is it seafood? Really, ever, ever. It's seafood, right? Yeah, it's seafood. Yeah, yeah. Their black squid risotto is mm. the best dish I've ever eaten in my entire life. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I remember me and my mom went there about two years ago. Um, we posted, you saw on Instagram, like I need recommendations. So I had probably like seven or eight people say Neptune's. So I'm like, okay. So I called, they don't do Rezos. Okay, so I'm reading reviews and everyone says, if you need, to, if you want to eat there on a Friday or Saturday night, you have to literally get there at like 5 p.m. Yeah. My flight lands at seven. Damn, when was so this? How long ago? This is two years ago. Mm. So our flight ended up landing at eight. We went, literally didn't even go to the hotel first. Got in the cab, went there, tried to put our name on. They're like, no, we're booked for the night. I'm like, it's eight o'clock. You guys close at midnight. Kitchen closes at 1130. Like, no, we're booked. I'm like, look, I'm from Toronto. I can't come tomorrow. I can't come next day. I have to eat here. Yeah. Like, okay, we'll put your name on the list. I'm like, thank you. So we go drop our stuff at the hotel, come back, because it's near the, some like Mike Cannoli's place or something. Oh, yeah, like, the Cannoli place yeah, is really Yeah, we're in really good cannoli yeah, places. Yeah. So we go back to Neptune's. Wait, 
I, maybe it happened to Neptune's. It's a small place. Oh, yeah, it happened to Neptune's. It's not wide. It's got a nice glass with the Neptune's logo. And, they and they're shucking the, oysters in the yeah, front. Right in the front. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went there, yeah, yeah, like two times ago when I was so in yeah, yeah. We, uh, So okay. we went back there. We're like, look, please, you got to get us in. They're like, okay, we'll get you in. We'll get you in. Yeah. At this point, it's like 10 o'clock. So I was I like, please, like, whatever I need to do, just I need to eat here today, please. I literally like begged these people. The lady was finally like, okay, like, don't worry, we'll get you in, we'll get you in. So we went back over to Mike's Canola. As soon as we got in line, they called us. So we went in there, we sat, and again, it's tiny. You're sitting, I don't know how they're surviving during COVID because you're literally on top of the person beside you. I love that though. Same, I love I it. I love hole in the wall restaurants that are like you're stacked in. Like, place, I'm like, why, why wouldn't they make it bigger? Why a would vibe because you're near people. It's like, you're, yeah. it's, it's, it's intimate. I yeah. read the reviews and for like two years, the reviews all say the same thing. It's, it's so tiny. You need to Super get in there packed. five Super hours packed. before yeah. to get a spot. Wow. I don't know why they don't make a second one. So eventually I talked to the head chef who's the owner and yeah. he goes, uh, yeah, it's like, we don't want to make it bigger. We like what we do. We like it's the fact that it's intimate. That yeah. yeah, it's authentic. Yeah. I love that. And it's, love I think it's, uh, it's rated, it's got like 5,000 reviews. It's like 4.8. Oh, so it's a really good restaurant. I love it's this. Like, it's your favorite because it's, it's your favorite. It's a really no, good restaurant. A, yeah. Again, everybody recommended it in Boston. Oh, wow. And it was, Shout out Neptune. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Neptune. That was, that was when my oyster place, my oyster thing started. Because I was like, I'm here. How do I not get oysters? Really? So we got them. I loved them. Uh, and yeah, that black wow. squid risotto is the best dish I've ever had in my entire life. I got a lobster roll there. When I'm in Boston, all oh, the lobster rolls there are sick. Oh. Yeah, just great. I'm trying to think of what the best thing I've ever eaten in my life was. Ooh, there's a few restaurants that I know that are all, they'll be on top of my list for a long okay, time. Okay, while you think about those, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think you said something about a souvlaki place in Greece once. Oh, that's not one of my favorite meals, but that's one of my the best of the probably the best souvlaki place called Okostas. Oh, yeah. guys, you're making me so hungry. I'm, I'm really hungry, but I'm saving because I have dinner tonight, and I'm gonna. No, eat. I got abs yeah, tonight. Abs like <laughs> um, for dinner. Yeah. Yeah, what is, wait, wait so the rules. Your, your rules. So Number first one, rule is it depends when, where, how kind of thing? Yeah, well, now how like much that. you eat, when you eat it, and what you're eating, yeah, but okay. in a different order. But so that's rule one. <laughs> that was my rule. Because in the end, oh, it's so like those calories. Are all, those are three rules. No, no, that was one. Oh, that's one. That was one. It depends what you're eating, when you eat it, and how much of okay. it. Because like it's always calories in, calories out. You want to stay calorie deficient, right? And also like distribute your like carbs like eat protein at a certain time eat carbs at a certain time you know what i mean and you mm -hmm. can still enjoy all the foods you love mm -hmm. okay? okay number two is you got to make this like a lifestyle it's not a diet like i said it, there is no diet is like everyone's like keto diet or like whatever it is like it's not one diet suits all and it has to be something that is attainable and like realistic yeah. for you like Think about your lifestyle. Think about when you go to work, when you wake up, whatever. And it's like, it just has to suit your lifestyle. So that's what I preach. Like mm -hmm. this has to come into it. You don't want to overthink it. You don't want to stress about it. It just, it becomes automatic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Diet also, I think has some bit of a negative connotation versus lifestyle would be positive. Because if you're telling yourself, oh, I got to diet to lose weight, then you're convincing yourself, oh, I have to more like eliminate these things and focus on these things to do it. But if it's like, this is going to be my lifestyle, this is what I'm going to be, you're embracing that healthy mindset. Um, and like you, if you convince yourself you're yeah, a healthy, healthy person. Yeah, healthy mindset. That's key. That's yeah, you're yeah, a healthy person. So like if it. you want to be healthy, like if you want to get, let's say, get in shape, start telling yourself, even if you're not healthy right now and if you're bigger, like just if you convince yourself, I'm healthy, you'll start to believe it. You start to act the way a healthy person would because you'll do something like, hmm, if I'm healthy, would a healthy person eat this Big Mac or would a healthy person eat that candy? I mean, no. to be honest, what I, I started doing at the beginning of COVID. I was like, I want to I run more, but I... I used to like hate it. I like the thought of it, never like the action of it, but I always found I felt better mentally when I would run. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm like, I'm a runner. Like, I'm going to be a runner. So like, I know I flood my timeline with posts of my runs and all that. It's not, it's not to show off that I'm running. I just do it because I feel like it helps me more accountable. And the amount of people that have messaged me being like, 
sick. Like, what do you, what shoes do you use to run? Or like, where do you run it? You want to run some Georgia running influencer. No, <laughs> honestly, get maybe. This Nike hit me up. I'm still yeah. waiting. Man, still, I've been th- trying to get Nike forever. Nike yeah. is tough. I'm going to, I'm going to get it. I'm going to be the first, no, nah, I, I was going to be the like first podcaster runner by sponsored by Nike fake runner I don't know there's probably but other ones I actually started right telling myself I'm a runner so now what I do kind of revolves around it so when I come home I, if I sit on the couch I'm going to eat something I'm like you know what if I'm going to be a bit lazy I'm going to grab that foam roll I'm going to sit on the floor and roll because I got to run tomorrow and honestly I just I don't really consider myself a runner but I'm in the mindset of like what do I want to do to run if I want to run in the morning go to bed yeah. earlier Yeah. and I think changing the mindset also helps sorry I didn't mean to hijack your point there but I just think that's a really important thing and it, it worked for me at least and it's kind of got me in the path of just thinking about everything I do from a health perspective. So rule one is what you eat, when you eat, and how much of it. How much you eat. Rule two is make it a lifestyle, not not a a diet. diet. Rule three. Um, what was I gonna say for rule three? I guess here's where you make it up now. Uh, no, no, no. There's a few things like there's a few things that I hardcore follow. Um, I guess like strive for balance. Like balance to me, like everything in moderation, and balance is like perfection to me. Like if you can really find that balance, you're you're good. So that's what I would. Okay. Yeah. That is a good one. Are those, those are are there three? Are there any more? Well, there's so many. There's so many things that I follow. <laughs> what, what are you like? What are your? Key oh, another one is like out of sight, out of mind. Oh, so yeah. that's Don't like buy that, it. Yeah. Sorry, that candy is clearly Terrible. in sight. Terrible. And it's right there, and it says candy, and it's colorful. <laughs> it's so, Lights up too. And me, it looks fun. me and the boys bought it yeah. for Georgie. Funny enough, but actually, I 100 percent agree with that. Yeah. I'm, when mind. I go grocery shopping, yeah. I stopped eating so much candy when I went to Western because I had to grocery shop for myself. My mom wasn't just there to fill the cupboards Elaine's always got the Elaine, oh, if you, stock so my mom mom and I love you and I know you're listening for Aww. sure I know that her cabinet. cupboards <laughs> yeah Got anything and everything. Trust you me, us You need too, pistachios. Currently. She's got. Them. You We're need Costco. Chips, she's We're got. Costco. My you need popcorn. You got. It. You yeah. want. You but want sour buy the small bags. Like Elaine, no, no, I love you. Family packs. Big M and M's. I stand over there. Steady. I know. So you don't understand that. The family size bag of chips isn't meant to be eaten by one person. But once Unless you open you it, you can't not finish the bag. I Have know. you ever opened the bag of chips and not finished it? Dude, exactly. Why you exactly. rhetorical. So once I started. This is actually shop- one of my rules. Like, out of sight of mind is very important. When I yeah. grocery shop, sure. when I started grocery shopping at Western, I'd look see a bag of candy, like $4 for a bag of Sour Patch. Like, who would pay that? <laughs> I know who I, I'm so, not saying how much it costs to fill the thing out, but you know I would pay for oh, dollars for sour patch. So I, I literally stopped buying candy because I'm like, it's so expensive. It's a ripoff. So I stopped yeah. buying it, and that's the only reason I don't eat so much candy. The only thing I buy is I'll always buy popcorn, no matter how expensive popcorn oh, will get. Popcorn Pop is so my, good. My Man, thing. Guys, I am starving right now. I know. This is killing me. And now we're about to get into the topic of, wait, if, if there's any more rules, we got to get the rules um, out. Just like on that on that note, um, out of sight of mind, like, like currently I also still live at home, and like, my house has everything. If I see something on the counter, I tuck it away. You just like, you don't want to be tempted. That is so torturous. So don't buy it. Don't bring it in your house. If you're going to bring it in your house, tuck it away. And if you want to grab some like chips or popcorn, portion it, Put it out. In a bowl. Yeah. And then walk away. My mom asked. I'm kidding. That's hundred the right thing to do. I'm just terrible. And if I don't buy things, I won't eat them. And I was like, yeah. I didn't fill that thing up for like three months because I did it once, ate it all, so I can't do it again. And I was like, I'll do it for our podcast. Yes. Just don't, just don't Penny, torture yourself. You know. Penny, Penny was here and mentioned. Oh, she loves candy. She's like, you have a candy machine. I was like, I'm yeah. so sorry, Penny. It's empty. So I filled it up. I was like, maybe Penny will come back. And be on the yeah. podcast, make sure. <laughs> that's a, that's our bribe Penny to come back. It, Penny, it, if you're it, listening, you need to come back. We got candy for you, but anyways, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's been, maybe she'll listen. Yeah, you gotta make sure. She <laughs> no, but um, actually, funny story on this. I remember I used to eat popcorn out of the bag when I was younger. My mom's like, Ricky, you gotta put it in a bowl so you don't eat as much. 
my bowl now is the biggest bowl in the house. It's like this, like five bags <laughs> Ricky's of Ricky's bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, mom, you said I got to put it in a bowl. So I guess I got to fill the bowl now. But anyways, back to. Oh, I was going to ask, because we're talking about food so much. We have to circle yeah. back to the, the restaurants. Restaurants you want to go to. Oh, the list. that I want to go to? Um, There's a new place called Burn Herds. Burn Have you heard Hearts. of it? No. Burn Hearts. It's like around Queen West and like Ossington around there. It's so cute and it's like tapas style again. They have this like really good like chicken apparently. Okay. I like this like it's a very like trendy like vibey kind of spot. Oh yeah. You guys I should know about vibes. put that on your list. Um, I heard Kano. Kano? Kano? You guys heard of that? Kano? A, fr- a friend of mine just told me that it's one of the Kano? best places in Toronto. Oh, C-A-N-O. Kano. Yeah. That's, yeah. Shout out Kano. Honestly, I go there a lot. They know me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, that it, is, is it that lo- good? Yeah. It's, a, it's such a gem. It? Um, it's on, what is that street called? I'm blank. St. Clair. Oh, Uptown. Yeah. I guess it's near town, like yeah. St. Clair. And I think is that Bathurst? Wow. I grew up there. Same yeah. Kind of near Bar Ape, like around there. Okay. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. amazing I it was bar spot. Ape. Is it bar? Ape? No, so it's bar ape. You're not. And that's the one that they line up for ice cream. What are what are huh? That's the that's the ice cream one. It's a gelato. Gelato. Spot. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, what are favorites? Yeah, favorite spots. One that I really like that I've been craving a lot lately um, is Sugo or Konzo. Mm. Sugo. I've been to Konzo. That's on my list. So I went to Konzo before I went to Sugo because I went one day and it was packed. So we had pizza at Konzo, which was really good. Yeah. And then one day I went and got takeout from Sugo and I realized kind of the hype. Like it is, and the, the pasta is from Familia Baldessera. Yeah. Um, so it's like handmade in the East, which is really good. That's definitely one of my. And like, what's a spot that you want to try? <laughs> I had a list that I just recently removed off my phone because oh. I was like, I'm not going to go to these anytime soon. Um, I don't need to circle back to me, Rick. I'm gonna say my one of my favorites got to be Copacabana. I just I love Copacabana? the vibes in there. Yeah, Copacabana. Yeah, yeah. It's like all I just likes to eat. It's all you can yeah. eat meat, man. The prosciutto tray is always good too. I love that. Yeah, I'm not a, my um, place like yeah, that. I, I love Copacabana. And it's because like, it reminds me of Niagara Falls as a kid. Okay. Every time we were in Niagara, we'd go. It there. is very Americanly portion sized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, like Copacabana is one that I I love. Oh, I know. Where one I'm of my f- actually, I used to love Spice Root before they closed down. I know oh, that people yeah, kind of used to chirp the food Spice there. Root. I love yeah. the food. I love the vibe. The bathrooms, best bathrooms in the city of Toronto. Tell, go, to, go, to, go to Sarah. They have the best bathroom. Sarah's Whoa. one of my favorite yes. restaurants. Yeah. Shout out Actually, to the food sorry. dudes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sarah's my Sarah favorite. Was probably great. my favorite yeah. restaurant that I've been to recently. They have the best bathroom. The food? Yeah, because they're the warm, the, the Japanese toilets. Yeah. Hey, didn't you tell us about Yeah, that? so I went once. I went on a date back in the day. And I, I was upstairs. And was shout out shout yeah. out to my waiter. Benji's not going to listen, but shout out oh, to Benji. Benji. Yeah, yeah. So Benji was my waiter. and Maybe I Benji will listen. Maybe he will listen. But he had... So this is actually... It's not a really funny story, but he had, he asked, he, the martinis there, like, I'm, yeah. I don't love martinis, but they're cool, I'll have one. So I, he, I'm like, what would you get? He explained it to me, whatever, I had it. Got a little tipsy that night, but had a great time, food was amazing. Yeah. I was like, you know what, I'm with my family back. So I took my parents there and my family, we had dinner, and we were up there again, and Benji was there, and I didn't remember, really remember, knew if he remembered me, and he's like, oh, George, you're back. It's like four months later. And he's like, you want the same martini? I was like, this guy remembers my order. Wow, when someone's service is like service. that, like that, yeah. out of the food could be cardboard and yeah. I'll still make it a good experience. Yeah. Anyways, funny enough, we were leaving like last week, uh, two weeks ago or something. We we're leaving uh, Dasha mm-hmm. and I'm going in the alleyway and I bump into a guy and like, I you know, had some drinks. I see a guy smoking. I like wanted to like ask for a cigarette. And I, but I was like, walk past him. And I see, I like, I recognize you. And I was like, he's like, no, you don't. I was like, I know you. And I had long hair when I first time I went. So I don't think you recognize me. I was like, I know your name. And he's like, you can guess my name. I'll give you a cigarette. And I was like, Ooh. and I'm like, I'm like Benji. And he's like, what? Wow. And I was like, what? Well, I bumped yeah. into him when we were leaving that shot. It was like been like two. It a just year. came to you, eh? Yeah. And I was like, you're the best waiter in the city. And I left. <laughs> Didn't take a cigarette. No <laughs> I was gonna say, you take a cigarette. Where did you say you want to go then? What are the restaurants you want to try? Uh, the one I want to try, uh, Julieta. 
Oh, like oh, but there's so many that times. Both of my friends have, and I still literally. Have oh, I'll so go. Good. Yo, for my birthday, so let's go. Yeah. Your What's your birthday? Oh, I owe you a dinner for your you birthday. Owe me a, birth- a dinner for it my passed. birthday. Oh. My birthday was like a month ago. Oh. Uh, one place I want to try is that place on King Street. Uh, starts with an L. It's that little alleyway on King. Lapinou. Lapinou. Oh, Lapinou is really there. good. Yeah. It's I a had French, a couple friends French went there and they said it's great. It's so. good. Yeah. We went to one um, yesterday. The it was commoner. really good. The Commoner on College. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just that actually I, was pretty good. Us like the vi- I like the vibe aesthetically. Yeah, the food is pretty good. Another food question, and I always ask everyone this. That's why. What is your favorite burger in the city? Oh, burger drops. Okay, that's fast food though, right? Is it like fast food? Uh, yeah, it's a, like a, it's, yeah. it's it's fast casual, I guess you okay. would say. But they just they just opened the shop. It's hands down the best burger. Yeah. I, when I traveled, I had a burger in almost every city. Shake Shack's my go-to burger. People feel one in the very world. passionate about their burger choice. Shake Shack's, I think the, Shake Shack is the best burger joint okay. in the world, fast food wise. Burger Drops is the best burger in Toronto. And it compares to Shake Shack. I would say, yeah, I'd, honestly, it might even be a little bit better. Uh, okay. Yeah, for me, I so I did a burger hunt maybe about five <laughs> years ago. Asking the right dude then. Okay. Yeah, so about five years ago for Christmas, me and um. Wait, my, shout out to Burger Drops. Shout out Burger. Everyone drops. go to Sixty Atlantic <laughs> Burger Drops. Tell them George sent you. Tell them the pals sent you. Tell them the pal sent you. And so ask for Greg. one Christmas, when I was still at Western, so this has got to be more than five, probably about eight, 10 years ago, me and my partner at the time, we went to maybe like 10 different burger places. We did a burger a day. In London? No, in Toronto. Oh, sorry. So yeah. I went on the hunt to find the best burger. Wow. So I do believe that Burger Priest makes individually one of the best burgers, but the fries suck and the vibes suck. So my favorite Ooh. burger joint or vibes is Five Guys. Just because the French fries are Five I'm, Guys. No one Cajun, has ever said that. Really? The Cajun no one's fries. ever said like Five Guys. Wait, so the Cajun fries are, in my opinion, the best fries. I love a good Cajun fry. In probably yeah. the city of mm. Toronto, I would say. The free peanuts is the, the topping on the cake. And their burgers. <laughs> There's icing on the cake, but. Yeah, the top. No, the topping. The, top, the, icing the, the cherry fries, on top right? of the cake. What's that? The top. What's the topping then? The topping. You know the little topper you put on the cake? Okay. Oh, so can you eat the topper? Or is it plastic? No, it's like I think sometimes it's a vibe. And then the burgers are really. <laughs> but good the thing too. is, the question is the best burger. Yeah, best burger. I, in my opinion, Burger Priest. Yeah, I still haven't had Burger Priest. I've had Holy Chuck. I like Casey. This is why I, I eat cool a burger. Fries. I eat one burger once a year. Really? Yeah. Like I'll go out for a burger to, and like this is the day. Oh, I'm you have try. to go to Burger Drops. One hundred percent. It's okay. it's like so. Over I Burger gotta, Priest though. I think Burger Drops yeah. did it right. Yeah. I, I honestly respect okay. how Greg and his team and his brother Christos and everyone did it there. Like, I find a lot of people today, not a lot of people, but a lot of places open up. Like, someone has an idea, they open something. These guys did it like the right way, like grassroots. They used to do pop ups. Like, they bought some and they griddles. They would sell out. They would sell out. And then Where's they, their they, new location then? Liberty. It's the Atlantic in Liberty. Oh, Liberty. Yeah, right near like where, uh, where Mildred's spot. is, right at the corner. King, okay, King yeah, Atlantic. Yeah. You know what? Spot. We got to set up a Pals Day. I talk, uh, I've been trying to get them on here for a while because their story is so cool. Really? They just had like a, they would try to do the pop-ups. They had a whole summer lined up. Like they do, they would do our, my sister's birthday every year. They'd like as, you know, fam, like friends, they would come do like a pop-up barbecue at our house. We'd have a bunch of people over and they would do like private events and uh, pop-ups and COVID obviously threw a massive wrench in their plan. So they had an opportunity that popped up out of nowhere and I apologize guys, if I'm telling the story wrong. You can come tell it. Uh, but anyways, they had an opportunity, bought a spot, gutted it, did it. They have Two burgers on the menu, the American and the Smash Burger. They have all oh, their fries, fire cheese fries, so good. That's <laughs> it. Like it's a diner. It's, Guys, it's I don't like know if we can diner. talk about food yeah. It's a diner, and if it's easy, it's the best. It's anyways. Love what that. is your favorite burger? Uh see, that's tough. She eats a burger once a year. How can okay, yeah, so, can't be a burger so person. Honestly, like. I haven't had that many fast food burgers. Like when I go for like fast food, I want like a good crispy chicken sandwich. Ooh. And that's a huge, that's a debate on its own. Yeah. All right. Hit us with a favorite. The okay, spicy so crispy the- chicken sandwich debate. Who do you okay. say? Um, 
Okay, so the, the top three, I would say, which more people, everyone's debating between, is the Wendy's one, Chick-fil-A, and, and then the Popeye's one. Yeah. Okay, Popeye's is amazing, but I was my stomach was like kind of in shambles after, and I feel like it's really heavy. Okay. So I've for that reason, for that reason, I choose Chick-fil-A. Yeah, the best. That's where I think <laughs> okay. it's, like, it's like, sweep. it's stomachable, you know, yeah, and like, it's sweep. exactly, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's, it's so incredible. Yeah, it is perfect. Honestly, it's the best. Wendy's isn't consistent enough. Like no. I'll do it on road trips and sometimes it's like a little bit not as fresh. Yeah. I'm like, it has to be consistent. Yeah, I agree. It's one of the criteria. You, I want to ask, just because we're on food and we're already starving, but are okay. you... What is your like go-to? Are you like when it's something maybe more on the more not healthy side? Like is it pizza, pasta? Is it burgers? Is it fries? Is this tacos. a question we're going to ask Bell? Tacos. Tacos? I love tacos. Okay, favorite taco place? Playa Cabana, Hacienda, nothing beats The one on DuPont period. and Dovercourt? Um, Avenue and DuPont. Avenue DuPont. Sorry, yeah, yes, the Avenue DuPont. Yes. I went there once. Pretty good. I'm going to El Catrine tonight. Oh, so we got a date. Eh? Yeah, with, with King Street Mike. Oh, Big hey. shout wow. out, Michael Derrickle. Hey, Welcome man. to the size, boys, buddy. Um, <laughs> Anyways, what is the best taco? Oh, that's so tough. That's so tough. Because depends what kind of tacos. We're talking fish tacos, meat tacos, burritos locos, taco. (laughs) I always just get like the most popular one. I always say, "What's your most popular one?" And I want to try that. That's what I'm gonna do tonight. El Catrine, I'm coming in hot. Let's 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 pivot here. Yeah, no, no. Well, Lisa, we're we're around that time where we start to wrap it up, and uh, we just want to say this has been awesome. Such a fun conversation. We haven't seen you. Likewise, we've been friends since Western. I haven't got a chance to sit down. It's weird because like so much time has passed, but like I feel like it hasn't. I don't know. Like we still communicate. You know, when I follow you on Instagram, and I I know most of your story, and I think it's amazing. There's obviously parts I didn't know, but I, I think even for the listeners to listen that, you know, don't be afraid to follow your dreams mm-hmm. and your passion. There might be people that don't agree with you, but at the end of the day, F them, you make you yeah. happy, make yourself money, make yourself better. Remember those. That's a great one, eh? Shout out to you. You to like Rick. That? I did like ah. that. Like I... <laughs> Get it tatted time. so you know it's real then. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. We got some. Get we got some tats. I just got some. Last no, no. Year. We got, got some yesterday, but the pals have yeah. some tats coming up. Yeah, yeah. Got, oh, yeah. We're gonna do them. Big time vibes. Yeah, oh, you know. Well, we'll, we'll release them when the new studio comes. But um, Lisa, again, this has been an absolute pleasure. I hate that I said yeah. again, again, but it's okay. Working on it. Working on it. I'm getting better. I'm getting yeah, better. Getting better, pal. Uh, but Lisa, we got two questions we always ask every single guest. Okay. Uh, the first. If there was a movie about your life, who would you want to star as you? It could be anybody from any point in time. That's so tough. Oh, then wait to hear the second question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... I could hear... You know why this is tough for me? Because I actually don't watch a lot of movies or TV. I never really grew up with that. I was always active. Like, I was always playing outside with my brothers on the street and biking and rollerblading. I actually don't know, like, actors and actresses that well. Okay. But, like, okay, I love Angelina Jolie. Okay, so that's a good one. Maybe. Do you know who I would say? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot is how you Who's say that? it. Yes. The uh, Wonder, uh, Wonder Woman. Woman. Okay. So I feel like she's just badass, yeah. very like empowering. Okay, I like yeah. that. I'll take it. That's good. She can she can play me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last one before we wrap up. If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Um, we stumped her. I think like just don't be scared to try more things. Like don't be... Yeah, like I, I, I used to just stress a lot and like I'd worry about things too much. And I just think like you need to go for it. Like don't be scared to just go for it, try things. Like whether it was about food or like what I wanted to do or like to experience like different fields. Like I never like studied business or anything like that when I was younger. Like I should have I taken more courses to really expand, um, 
you know, not to be so like straight cut and like, this is the plan, da, da, da. Like should have expanded and tried more things, I think. Yeah. I like I, that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, Lisa, if people want to find out more about you, your business, personal training, where can they go? At LDOMS with an underscore on Instagram. That's right. L-D-A-M-M-S underscore. Yeah. Perfect. I hate that there's an underscore, but I had to add that because someone hacked my account. Oh, no. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. You're started up again. You're good. It's still pop up. So, yeah. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, this was great. Thank you for coming oh, on. Uh, we are definitely going to... I think we're, yeah, I think we're all eat. eating as soon as this is done. So, um, <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. If you made it all the way to the end, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Give Lisa a follow. Follow your pals. And yeah, signing off. Cheers. <laughs> Peace. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every I got alone No one thing You're not alright I'm not alright Thank you.